to death that nefesh that's wrong about literally everything. I'm ready to cut loose myself. <laughs> the Christian experience has to be sacrificed. Mm. You have to have that soldier attitude. I don't care what they think. I'm here to obey the apostolic commandment. I want to fulfill God's will for my life. Which is the favor that Jesus had from his father by being perfect. Amen. Welcome. Basking in the presence of God. Let this be a deep time of enriching your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. Since he's in heaven, we need instruction how to go into heaven. Amen? Scripture says there's a mark of a high calling. Aren't you glad it's a high calling and not a low calling? He's calling you into heaven, into the glory, into light and life and blessing and healing. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for good, never for evil. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So what are these plans? The plans of obedience to the commandments of Jesus Christ that are not burdensome. So when Jesus said about my teaching, this would not be wearisome like the religious Pharisees. This is not church as usual. You're going to have fun. This yeah. is an adventure. You're going treasure hunting. You're going to find the mountain of gold. You're going to find Zion. You're going to encounter the angels all the time. There'll be signs, miracles, wonders following those who are in the true adventure of obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. So if you get into the carnal interpretation of Joel's bar and reacting in, in the religious demons, black and white, back and forth, that's when you don't bear the fruit of it. You just feel anxiety or maybe paranoia or a general sense of fear and confusion about what's going on with you, what's going on with your life, your relationships, your relationship with God. And just, you know, when Brendan said relationship, I pulled up the definition here. What's relationship definition? You know, we have so many words we take for granted every day that we say. They become jargon. We talk about... do life with someone. That's really good. Hmm. A relationship is the state of being connected or related. It can also mean a connection by blood, marriage, or kinship. A continuing attachment or association between people. The way to or more people are connected or behave toward each other. Any kind of association or connection between people, whether intimate, platonic, positive, or negative. The way in which two or more things are connected and affect each other. This one is interesting. The position in space of an object with respect to another. Right? And so when you're talking about objects and spatial, you know, reasoning, not just emotional, like your Yetzirah relational reasoning, but what what's the GPS? What's the location on the map? Yad, hey, vav, hey. Yeah. So relationship with God is also going to be your proximity to Yad, hey, vav, hey. Where, where is your location mm -hmm. in respect to yad hey vav Your hey? soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. Where is your soul in relationship mm -hmm. to yad hey vav hey? John 17, Father, keep them in your name. What's the name of the Father? yad hey vav mm -hmm. hey. The Bible says every overcomer has yad hey vav hey, the Father's name, inscribed in their foreheads 
which means they live mm -hmm. in the name that the Messiah has given us. Amen. And then if you look at the Oxford <laughs> Dictionary uh, definition of relationship, thank you. Can I get a witness in this place? The way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. It's the state of being connected. Uh, the state of being connected by blood or marriage. What, blood or marriage, it's another uh, definition of relationship via the Oxford Dictionary. We got a blood covenant. The way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at the state of being connected, your connection is Shekinah. When you're lacking Shekinah connection, mm. there's no relating. There's no being connected. So there's not actually a relationship until you establish that Shekinah connection. How do you establish that with God? You have to realize the glory, the Shekinah. Mm. On the inside, Christ within you, the hope of realizing the glory. He said the kingdom of heaven. He said the Malkut of heaven, a gemstone, mm. yeah. a living stone, is within you. In your belly. In your belly. That's where you got to begin to awaken in your mm -hmm. spirit, in your belly, which is the center of your nefesh mm -hmm. souls. Right. So if you're still, you know, <laughs> carnally interpreting the Joel's bars, the teaching of righteousness, and you're trying to mentally go up and ascend, you're going to encounter demons. You're going to fall flat on your face. It's not going to work because why? Why do you have so many questionings and or grum, grumblings or problems that come up? It's common to everyone. Everyone has experienced the frustration of trying and trying and it doesn't work. Just trying to do it in the brain or in the heart and you feel emotions, but then wonder why isn't it working? I felt, I felt something. I felt this. I felt, you have to go deeper. Unless you establish the connection, mm. yeah. there's no relationship. Now, what breaks your connection to Shekinah? The Shekinah uh, within, Christ within you, the kingdom of heaven within you. Mm. That's your ability to connect with the Sephirot of Jesus Christ. Amen. With all of heaven and the angel, angel rank and hierarchy and authority and all kingdom operations. So it's basically like if we were going to use an electrical circuit, and let's say I want to plug in a lamp because we need light. If that connector wire is cut, it's broken, and I try to plug it in, we're going to be calling an electrician, right? Because it's not working. There's no connection, which means there's no light. Mm. Which means no matter how hard I try, plug it in, plug it in upside down, try the the bottom, the top one, inside or outside, inside or outside. It's not, and not even being God inside minded won't even help you. The connection of light. Unless you have the Shekinah connection. It's the rainbow connection that Bob Jones would sing that Kermit the Frog song. You are children of light, walk in the light, God is light, Jesus Christ mm -hmm. says, I'm the light of the world. Mm -hmm. And that brilliance of the radiance around the throne of God that Ezekiel saw, or that we talked about, that was that light of that gemstone in the ark. It's called the Zohar, the radiance, that rainbow emerald halo. Mm -hmm. It's the radiance. Jesus Christ is the radiance. What does that mean? He's the olive and the tov. He's the beginning and end of the Shekinah connection. The radiant It's one. his living blood. Yeah, he's, you know, you are, we sing, you are the radiance. It's like, oh, you, he is the Zohar. The outrain yeah. br brilliance of the light being. And so without that, it just, the lamp doesn't work. We could, we could discuss reasoning why, but until you call an electrician and then connect the wire, 
It's gonna take some pulling things apart, dismantling some things, but maybe replacing some wires, but how do you do that? We, we talked about you being a robot, or you being a creation. Oh, I'm not a robot. Well, we have the similar repeat patterns. We have television programming. Electrical beings. Yep, you have electro, yeah, electrical beings. You have electro uh, mag, magnetic your activity. Your heart puts out a measurable amount of electricity, and there's gold physically in your heart. You're literally conductors of energy. That's what it is to be a human being. What you do with that energy determines your eternal position. Right, so if you're feeling about like a broken light socket, there is an electrician you can call. Oh, yes. And it's the establishing the word of God. Anytime there was an issue, and then God sent his word, and then all these horrible things happened, and then the solution, God sent his word, and then God sent, and then this happened with God's people, and then God sent his word. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about getting the connection fixed, mm. bam. Oh, yeah. You're talking about God is sending his word. So if you can align to receive the word and let it cut through and not attack the word or get defensive when the word comes, understand that's the only help you're going to get. The only real help you're going to get is the word. So you have to receive the, the word. The word reconnects you. And Every day the connection can grow. Amen. Mm. And what's so important is having thoughts of holiness are what have a what connect you strongly to the Shekinah. Like if you want to go from just barely connect, when I was just barely a son of God, my little mind reaching down towards that little dot of light in my spirit, and they connected for the first time. I felt it. It was like a little handshake. Like oh hey, it's heart intelligence. Mm -hmm. Realizing the Shekinah glory of Jesus Christ in you, <clears throat> Colossians one twenty seven, is heart intelligence. Head intelligence, when you're young believers, is the devil 100% mm -hmm. of the time. Don't listen and follow the devil. Head intelligence, mm -hmm. the Bible says, Romans 8, is that enmity and strife against the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ, who is fully God. Woo! Mm -hmm. So we need heart intelligence. The Bible says, Christ in your heart, the hope of coming out of head intelligence into heart intelligence, and from the heart... You get your mind, not removed, renewed. So you can share salvation from your spirit that's in your bellies with your heads and renew your mind, which is called metamorphosis. Without metamorphosis, mm -hmm. the person stuck in Nefesh Christianity for 2,000 years. Nefesh Christianity mm -hmm. is mostly the devil. Yep. Truth anyhow. It's all denominations fighting over dirt and dust, fighting over sheep and goats, and just everyone at each other's necks, judgmental, critical, self-righteous. All nefesh is just dirt and dust. We don't throw dirt and dust. Now, if you're in the living water, you can splash the living water. That's what John the Baptist did in the river. He took his nefesh into the river and began to splash the nation with the Spirit of God. That's what the prophetic is, getting out of the flesh into the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Elijah represented in the Jordan River until you're baptized, the future things of advanced righteousness are zero possibilities of walking in them. Yeah. Hebrews 6, it is written, having laid the foundations of the laying on of hands, the baptisms, many of them, and the resurrection of the dead, which means you understand all the heights of the resurrection, 
God might permit you, if you understand all of that and are walking in all of that, to go forward mm-hmm. and above it into advanced training in righteousness. Hebrews mm-hmm. 6, it is written. You know, it's really wonderful about that. I was just hearing the Spirit speaking on being faithful. We see that principle in the Word of God, that when you are faithful with little, He gives you more. Then you're faithful with the increase, and He gives you more and more, and it starts to overflow. So it's the same thing. You might come around and start hearing advanced training in righteousness. I want to go up the separate. I want to do this. But if you're not willing to have that mineral level, plant level, animal level obedience that we talked about on the mm-hmm. lower rungs, those are the things when your old human life is still intact. You have to understand that as apostles, we've already had a life prior. Like we've already had lives that we lived that was a human life. You don't see that today because why? It's obliterated. It's obliterated. So we've already made the sacrifice of those things. So you can't compare when you're starting out that you want to learn righteousness. If you haven't put to death the old life, because it's written in the word of God, which the word of God is unbreakable, that those who love their lives will lose it. But those who, what what do you do? You sacrifice your life. You find it. When you're willing to lay down your life and sacrifice your human fallen nature life, mm-hmm. then you find it. So when you hear these teachings coming, coming from people who have sacrificed their life and actually walked through that, not knowing, I had no idea that it would work out in the end. <laughs> there yeah. was no guarantee or trust that it'll be okay. It might have not been okay. I had no idea, but I obeyed anyway. That's the same thing for Brandon's apostolic training. With no idea, yeah, you can eat it if you want. She can. She has. My cat has razor teeth in the spirit. Mm. If you see any little demons smaller than you, can eat them. We'll cut them into pieces. Cat food. Bam. The holy puma. Yeah. Any demons that come through the, yeah, let them through the thing. Let them be turned to cat food. Amen. Cut up mm. in little pieces. Yeah. Little pate. That's nice. Little salmon sauce. Good. Keep the cat happy. Amen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, understand this. You cannot break angelic rank Mm. from the moment you're born again all demonic temptation is to get out of the growth of jesus from conception to 33 here's what happens the demons tempt people after they're born again into some microwave false christianity like you can mature in your heart and your brain and you can skip your spirit and so you get all puffed up with knowledge and you come around people that actually grew up in spirit and truth Mm. and they're of a completely different tree and you become at strife and judgmental and critical towards them. If you haven't noticed, that's most Christians. Right. Where does that come from? They never were trained under the authority of Jesus Christ. They were trained outside of Jesus Christ's kingdom. The ranking of the angels of the Messianic kingdom cannot be broken. What happens is most believers leave the kingdom and then learn some sand doctrines from serpents and some mm-hmm. people that are partially on the mountain. They got half their head in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. They went to Bible college or they had a prophetic experience mm-hmm. or they got an apostolic or prophetic calling on their life. But they don't have the complete eternal gospel mm-hmm. of the angels of the midheavens. Mm-hmm. So they begin te- teaching people all this wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never had a person come into RLM that wasn't full of doctrines of demons. It's true. When I left Bible college, the Lord's like, you're not going to need nearly any of that. It's all demonic doctrines. It was. Why did you send me to Bible college? So you'd know how to deal with doctrines of demons. 
so you know how to deal with religious liars, so you can have a doctorate in dealing with the religious spirit. And Jezebel, whom they worship, thinking it's Jesus Christ. That's why God sent me to Bible college to expose mm -hmm. the Antichrist. And it's really exposed when you understand all the fivefold in the world that's not fulfilling Tanakh. Yep. What is the Tanakh? It's the only thing the apostles of the Lamb were interested in fulfilling. Tanakh is Torah plus prophets. You will never find a true prophet sent from the presence of God's throne of glory that is not fulfilling Tanakh. So the fulfillment of Tanakh, I have not come to do away with Torah, but to fulfill it. That means Jesus is a true messenger. Because Moses said, no messenger will be against Torah. That's true with the New Testament. There is not one apostle, 22 apostles mentioned in the New Testament, okay? Not 12, there's 22 mentioned. Jude and James are not two of the 12, they're both apostles. Acts says James was an apostle in Jerusalem. So Jude is the brother of James. We know through church history, we have 22 apostles. There is no record of a single thing they ever said or wrote that contradicted Tanakh. Nowadays, the charismatic church try to find something that doesn't contradict Tanakh. You have a completely different Gentile religion that's not even interested in Tanakh, the prophets, and Torah anymore. It's a man-made abomination, and you think it's sacred to the Lord. So we start burning sacred cows. We start obliterating mm. all the stuff that you think is holy in Christianity. It's not even Tanakh. Mm. It's not even the same Messianic Judaism of the apostles of the Lamb. It's not even the kingdom of heaven. It's literally the kingdom of Jezebel, the kingdom of the Clippeth, the kingdom of hell, pretending through angels of light that deceive to be Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I have never met a religious demon the last 24 years of being a Christian that didn't tell the deceived person that they were the Holy Spirit or Jesus Christ. And you're all deceived to different measurements, just like us. Except for the amount that Tanakh is filled in us, the word working truth, for your word is truth, and everything else is a liar. It is written. Torah says that, that everything is a lie of the fallen angels in all worlds, except Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one ascends to my Father except through me. Jesus Christ read letters. Amen. Which means truth, the Messiah's interpretation of Tanakh, is the way to the Father. We hope you find the way and get every other way working destruction in you, that wide path in your spirit, soul, mind, and bones, and marrow, and bloodlines, forgiven you. To be forgiven is to have it washed away. So when God's teaching comes forth, it's the water of the Word from heaven, what is the prophetic? Inspired preaching. You study the New Testament, every time it says prophet, it means an inspired preacher. You say prophet around the charismatic church, they think fortune cookies. Tell me something nice to make me feel good about myself. It doesn't exist in the New Testament. That's a man-made mm -hmm. soothsaying religious spirit that says the prophet mm -hmm. is here to encourage me. I don't see that in any prophet of the Bible. I see the prophet telling God's truth through inspiration of the Holy Spirit to correct, 
rebuke, chastise, and bring judgment to establish order. In order for there to be an apostolic government, there has to be a prophetic inspiration. We want the hugs, and the hugs come in the Word of God. Without the Word cutting away, God will not hug foreskins and membranes. God's not going to hug religion and sin. God's not going to hug your demons. What Mm -hmm. He will hug is His Word when you receive it, and it will wrap you in glory. You ready to write this down for your notes? (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let it be written on my heart. Christian relationships and instruction are not for emotional intimacy. We have a culture in the United States of America and most first world nations of emotional intimacy. They'll say in relationships, specific types of relationships, that there would be a physical connection, you know, the interpersonal connection. There are relationships and then there are intimate relationships. In the Word of God, that's defined as a husband and a wife, that's one man and one woman. That relationship is meant to reflect, have no other gods before me. By having what? One woman, which represents the soul, your soul, with God alone. One man, one woman, which means all that you have in layers of soul, and only God as your one only God. Right? Man represents spirit. So that's the spirit of God, and your soul, or the souls that you have, married to him alone. That's why whenever the people of God would have any type of a, uh, any type of harlotry, or any type of intimate relationships outside of that definition, any time was outside of marriage covenant. God considered that as they cheated on God, mm-hmm. and he was wroth with them. Now, we understand that most people this day and age, they understand even the people who are, you know, Babylonian, they might live together, unmarried couples, things like that. Sometimes you'll find they have at least a sen- somewhat sense of decency and loyalty, and it's all still paganism and idolatry and all kinds of messes. You don't see the perfection of Adam and Eve before the fall. What is a perverse culture? What is a perverse generation of the seventh week of Enoch? When most people think as believers, oh yeah, one man, one woman, we believe that. Where is the perversity that Enoch is talking about that we're trying to expose here? It's the perversity of emotional intimacy what does that mean? What's the world of emotion? Yetzira. The world of your soul, mm-hmm. your ruah. The whoring of the ruah. So when it's defined as a normal part in our culture of friendships, relationships, work relationships. You ever hear about the joke? People say, oh, that's my work spouse. That's my work wife. That's my work husband. And they ha ha he he. I mean, Christians, 
say that all the time. You've heard it, you've seen it. Or even the desiring to have that intimate, safe place feeling, that connection. Emotional, let's look at the definitions here. Emotional intimacy is the closeness and connection between two people who feel safe and secure with one another. And it can go deeper. Emotional intimacy involves a perception of closeness to another, sharing of personal feelings, and personal validation. <laughs> right? You got to find the selfishness of Jezebel's tower in there. Why do people want to come together to coddle each other's emotions, Absolutely. feel validated? It's personal validation. Because when you're not validated by God, because you're not walking in cosmic righteousness, you'll always seek validation from humans, whether it's from Nefesh, Ruah, and what that is, is emotional intimacy. You are not by God's design to be in emotional intimacy with all kinds of people. You know, you have a ruined relationship with your husband, you know, ladies. Idolatry of self. So then you go to your female hen house of friends mm. to have emotional intimacy. And that's, you know, you're basically... Mm -hmm. You know, you're basically in, in the lesbian camp when it comes to soulish harlotry because you're having emotional, oh, can I share my feelings with my, and people are going to freak out. I already know you're, if we carnally interpreted bread mm -hmm. teaching, I know it's going to go like that with bloodline soul ties mm -hmm. and Torah is not the center of it. So right. it's literally like lesbianism. Yep. And so you have a bunch of Christian women lesbians running around who are critically judging uh, people who practice lesbianism, LGBTQ, in the natural, externally, but it's all self-righteousness and uh, accusing, and it's hypocrisy because your soul, even though it's invisible, it's physical invisible. So even if you're whoring with your soul, even to the, all the invisible angels and to God, they all know what you're doing. The prophetic will always illuminate the spiritual connections of everything done in the nefesh, flesh and blood soul. So that there's no ignorance to the flesh and blood soul of your nefesh soul, in your bones, and your marrow, and your brains, and your hearts, and your livers, and your organs, that you can understand the spiritual implications of all actions, thoughts, and words in nefesh souls. Removing that ignorance is what the prophetic word does. God's anger and wrath, the wrath of the Lamb in Revelation, so it's not just Old Covenant, it's New Covenant, is towards the things that we're intimate with outside of the Word. Every time that Israel was in a bad spot, if you study Scripture, the Tanakh, it was always because of disobeying the prophetic Word. So he sent prophets. What did they do? They murdered the prophets. What does it mean to murder the prophets today? It means that I hate the inspired message of the living word, and I choose idols other than the Torah of Yadevave. Understand what idolatry is today clearly. It's having any centerpiece of your physical souls, of your flesh and blood souls, that's not the word of God alive by the Holy Spirit. So adultery or spiritual harlotry or the whore of Babylon and Revelation is not having Jesus Christ's word as the centerpiece mm -hmm. of your brain and your heart and mm -hmm. your bones. 
I want to get the other nefesh too, the, the male nefesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of times with a male nefesh, which is a male soul, like, you know, men in general, like you're biologically born a male, you'll find oftentimes the prideful fallen nature of the male, right? There's the curse of the fall that affected male and female. So we were attacked the female fallen nature. Let's look at the male fallen nature, right? We're, we're going to judge it all equally, right? Before the word of God, the word of God judges all things. It's not, you can't have a preference or, you know, <laughs> men are greater, better, women are clean. better. Everything is just exactly, everything comes before that judgment seat of the throne of the word of God. And so what happens is you'll see that the male nefesh prefers not to be corrected by male authority. So let's say when the men have a need to repent or ask for help, sometimes, a lot of times, they won't tend to want to go to Brandon because they know there'll be correction. Some people are already getting over that because you're getting circumcised, right? That's working in your heart. Why is it that a lot of men would feel more comfortable having a more motherly figure? They want someone that's soft, gentle, feminine, Mm -hmm. to gently correct them. They want that softness. What they want is they want whoredom with a female nefesh soul or with a female ruah soul, especially if they're charismatic, you know. Leviticus, thou shalt mm -hmm. not have sexual intimacy with your mother. It is written Mm -hmm. in the new covenant. That means emotional uh, adultery with a mother figure. And that's in all boys and men. It has to be obliterated out of you by the word of God. Amen. Amen. So we see the perverse generation that's so subtle in deception. We see, oh, they think perverse generation. Yeah, it's all the LGBTQ, LMNOP, uh, QRSTUV walking around, parading with rainbow flags. And that's the easy, obvious, you know, John A's manifestation. That's the easy one to point out. But what's the subtlety? Why is this the perverse generation? That stuff has been going on since Sodom and Gomorrah. Why is it so subtle? And this is called the perverse generation. The Corinthian boy was having sexual relations with his stepmother in 1 Corinthians. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as going to the female instead of the father. Mm -hmm. And, And that's what a man and a boy will often do because of the fear of punishment. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're still experiencing that fear of being punished, that's not love, right? The love is lacking. That verse was playing. We were listening to a really great recording of the Word of God last night. I think it was a Christopher Glenn recording, and it talks about wherever there is that fear of punishment, the love is not formed there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, the love... Jump drives out first John yeah it drives out that fear so you have to trust that God's ways are good if God's ways are you know the men in the camp they'll need to go to the male authority or authorities the male figures for you know your repentance your confession of sin there's no reason for you to be bringing that to the women you know of, of the group it's of the almost women like reestablishing the new covenant in this generation mm-hmm. from sapphire stones of righteousness Matthew 5 is clear mm-hmm. and under Moses you're only judged by what you're mm-hmm. doing outwardly in front of a Sanhedrin Jesus mm-hmm. said now you're judged by angels mm-hmm. in your heart in your right. thought life in the intentions in and soul. thoughts of your spirit 
and your spirit is the thought life of your soul. So if your spirit's not pure, your thought life is what's condemning you, and your actions will follow your thought life. So ultimately, we need the circumcision of our spirit, Asaya, our thought life, first, after we're born again, so the born-again creature can live in a pure environment and begin to make progress against the vessel of DNA that it's living in your, your bodies. There's a new creature, and it's called being hatched. The word for born again in Hebrew is rakaf, that means to be hatched. That's why there's a hatching of scales falling off of Saul of Tarsus when the intercessor prayed for him in the book of Acts. So a lot of people haven't had the hatching experience and they're still living mm-hmm. under the shell. Right. And Jesus Christ said, you're not to let your light be dimmed out by the bushel. What's the bushel? The nefesh that's still clogging, damning the part of you that can bear forth God's Shekinah glory, Christ in you, the hope of getting the shell off your spirit, killing the ziz, opening the heavens, killing the behemoth, opening the earth, killing the Leviathan, opening up the seas, and in ha- and having a temple of open heavens, open earth, open waters, of glory of God's word to pour forth without the confinement and the oppression of the devil upon your spirit every day. But it's your choice to die to the nefesh nature. Now, Jezebel sets up a Christianity that keeps the shell tighter and stronger so the spirit never even breathes after you're born again. Having begun in the spirit, trying to finish in the flesh. What's the flesh? The brain, the heart, the blood, the bones, the nefesh. So you can't start in the spirit, the born again part of you in your spirit, and finish in the nefesh. The nefesh is the daily sacrifice. Three parts of it have to die. The beast of the sky, the beast of the earth, and the beast of the waters. Book of Revelation, it is written. One third fell, killed one third of the earth, and killed one third of the waters. And killed and poisoned one third of the skies. It's wormwood, that star that fell from heaven, which is all the demonic influence upon a human being. Now, in Christ, you can obliterate that stuff off of you by taking it to Torah. The sword of the Spirit is what keeps us clean from the fallen angels that fly, that are winged in the heavens, in the sky, and the ones that crawl, the snakes and the serpent ones that crawl in their belly, that they're in the dust and in the dirt of the earth. You don't have to have demonic influence around you. In fact, it's a foreign thing. Jesus wouldn't tolerate it for two seconds. But now we don't understand the priesthood of the new covenant of how to get the shell, the membrane, the foreskin off of our spirit, off Mm -hmm. of our hearts, off of our feelings and emotions, off Mm -hmm. of our will, our bones and our marrow to live in the Shekinah glory of continuous heavenly glory. So that you're born in glory and you're supposed to grow from glory to glory from day one. Any other experience is not God's will. It's just demonic influence telling you that your Christianity has to be this, the other thing. You sit there and justify it. Well, that's just not my experience. That's just these other people are having those glory experiences. No, God's only plan for you is in glory. Why? He's the God of glory. He doesn't live anywhere else. So to be with him is to be in the presence of his glory. What gets us in his presence? The sword of the spirit, the connection that peels off the old, the blockage, the Mm -hmm. strongholds, the separations of sin. You know, this is really amazing. I hope if if those of you are listening to this message tonight, whether you're here or watching online, 
I highly recommend if you have not gotten past the sphere of Malkut that you listen to that segment as many times as you need to understand what the Apostle is trying to expose so that you can see it. That blockage is number one, emotional intimacy. It's going to require the sacrifice of your emotional intimacy with others. All those things that you think are the good things in life, like your relationships with family, with friends, uh, with the opposite sex, especially, that's a big one. But even the way you relate to family members, it has to change. If it's Christian culture, or if it's just your own culture, it's not heavenly culture, it's demonic familiar spirits, right? So if you relate to family members, if you relate to friends, you relate to, let's say, you know, women relate to other women. You know, the women, why have all women's groups that I've ever seen and anyone's ever seen been almost just a total abomination up until we have some training in righteousness and now you start to see some good fruit coming forth. Why is that? It's about the wellspring of life. What are you doing with it? That's your emotional connection. So when your emotional intimacy is spread around, you don't have any possibility of connecting to Shekinah. You're leaking all over the place, right? When you start to wall up with the cedar boards to protect. I think a lot of people mm -hmm. have their identity in the human being that God's at war against, and that's why they have a skewed image of God. Mm -hmm. When you ask Jesus into your heart, you start from Jesus in the center. Mm-hmm. You have to believe that Jesus is your center and he's only removing the stuff that he wants obliterated. Mm -hmm. But if you cling to that stuff and think it's good, mm -hmm. you become the enemies of Jesus Christ, which mm -hmm. most Christians do during their lifetimes by clinging to the grave clothes. And that cuts you off because only thoughts of holiness and thoughts of righteousness will establish a connection to Shekinah within. It has to start within. It's and, an ever-birthing mm -hmm. resurrection. It's the hope of the resurrection mm -hmm. that there's new life. As the old mm -hmm. is thrown in the lake of fire every day, new life comes forth from within, living by faith every day. Mm -hmm. Now, think about the wellspring of life. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it, out of it flows the issues of life, or the wellspring of life. Think about it this way. Anywhere you have an emotional connection, or a soul tie, we call them soul ties, Anyway, it, it's illegal. You cannot have soul ties to your cousin, to your niece, to your nephew, to your aunt, not to your mom, not to your dad, not even to your spouse. Oh, soul tie? No. No. Nope. You have to. It's illegal for you to have a soul tie to anyone but God, and then your connection to your spouse will be through God, hmm. not through the wickedness no of the foreskins of the souls. No other besides me, in the whole yep. center of, of no your bodies. Yadivave. No spouse <laughs> idolatry, no matter Amen. how high you go up. Right. So imagine that wellspring within you. So whenever you have soul ties, imagine that the, the connection of your wellspring is like water within you, living water, and you need it to be like a power stream to connect to God. But when you have soul ties, think holes. Like think of it as like a, like a container and there's holes everywhere mm -hmm. and you're just leaking out. What's, how good is the water pressure going to be? Do you understand water pressure? How does a hose work? You won't be able to go up because you're being sucked yep. dry on all the earth. So let's say there's a bullseye on that side of the room by the door, and I have a hose with pre a like a water pressure hose, and I'm trying to shoot it with the hit the mark with the water, 
and I need to do that for whatever I need to do. Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden you poke a bunch of holes in the hose, it's not going to shoot out full force. And if there's a ton of holes, it's not even going to go anywhere. It's just going to drip all over my laptop. And then it takes the velocity. Yeah. The velocity of resurrection is mm -hmm. diminished. Yep. So how do you patch up those holes? When you stop giving away the affections of your heart and all those relationships that we think First it's love. Yeah. It's uh, the issue is with a lot of people, they're already familiar with behaving in that way and thinking it's okay and thinking it's good Christian behavior when it's actually low Emotional wickedness. adultery is a plague in the horror Babylon Christianity in this current world yeah. system. It is so tolerated, it's applauded as kindness and gentleness and true love. It's a total human abomination. You need to understand Genesis mm -hmm. says, and God drove out the human being. Mm -hmm. He didn't allow the human being to come back in by mm -hmm. contradicting himself say oh, okay now the human being can come in because jesus died are you nuts that's the exact opposite now you're priests of the fire of god mm -hmm. obliterating your human nature and if that's not your mm -hmm. christianity you're false christians right and if that sounds extreme to you that's the reason why you haven't been able to launch <laughs> from malchut anyhow yeah it's true that's the reason why you've not been able to go from malchut to yasad that's exactly what you have to overcome in order to make that jump. But the familiars, so you get in a familiar situation, then you just go back home and you have the same interaction with your husband, the same interaction with your wife, the same interaction with your cousin, the same interaction with your friends, the same interactions. You can even get into Joel's bar and listen and say, yes, amen, yes. Oh, that's good, that's good. No, well, they, they'll say amen does... seasonally, but you notice <laughs> as soon as their human nature... Yeah is required to be offered mm. and they say no they no longer walk with us that's why we've no seen a hundred thousand people no mm. longer walk with us because it came to a point where you have mm. to attack your humanity 666 mm. mark in the forehead is what mm. the number of human beings mm. you can't just walk and hear the message without using it as a sword to cut away the the whole sinful nature of the human being. You have to drive it out and you have to want it driven out. Mm -hmm. Those, anyone who loves any part of the human nature hates, hates Jesus Christ in that yeah. area of their soul. Literally at war against the Holy Spirit is the language of Paul in Romans 8. Yeah, so John twelve twenty five, whoever loves his life shall destroy it. And whoever hates his life in this mm -hmm. world shall keep it for eternal mm -hmm. life. Amen. So we were talking about as apostles having gone through the training, our old lives are obliterated. We've walked through these things already. So when you obliterate the old life and then God gives you a new life. So it might be a new job, might be a new spouse, a new car, a new situation in your life because you sacrifice the old one, not just because you felt like just making a mess of your life and starting over for your own selfish reasons, mm -hmm. but God ordained following the angelic instruction despite what anyone else in your life has an opinion or they think it's, you know, unrighteousness or whatever. It's God's doing. So since we walked in God's moving, God's decision, which was wrought in what? Righteousness. The old life is gone. So you can't compare. If you're looking at, you're just new to righteousness and you've never had to make the sacrifice of the old life in the familiar ways that you interact with everyone in your life the evidence in that oftentimes you'll see is when you're still afraid 
of what your family thinks about RLM mm. or what your family thinks about Kabbalah, the Holy Kabbalah, the Sapphire Stones. The fact that you have any anxiety or fear, oh no, I'm mm. going to see my family this week. What are they going to think? That means you still haven't even done the basic cutting away. The heartstrings are still in hell or literally still connected to hell. And then you have people walking in apostolic who've been rejected by their entire family just for baptism of the Holy Spirit or walking in righteousness. And yeah. so, or the rejection of many, many people, hundreds or thousands. That's usually of how shepherds are formed is <coughs> behind the scenes, they've dealt with the walk with, of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. deeply for years. And then after they passed those tests and stayed better and never got bitter, mm -hmm. they're presented as leaders. Moses had to pass mm -hmm. those tests for 40 years. Mm -hmm continuously betrayed, lied about, slandered, unrighteous judgment from everyone mm -hmm. and their grandma mm -hmm. for decades, and he still loved mm -hmm. God with his whole heart and would never lie or deceive. You'll mm -hmm. have to pass all those tests yep. to be disciples. Right, so you can't look at <laughs> us or like our relationship and see like, oh, I want that with my spouse, or I want that in my family, or I want that with my friends, and you have to understand you're still trying to save your nefesh life. You're still trying to save the old life, and hopefully it doesn't rock the boat too much. That's the thing. That's the difference, is we sacrificed the old life. This is the new life in Christ of the world that is to I come. I can hear the Holy Ghost say, let mm -hmm. the nefesh stop judging things higher than itself. Mm -hmm. You're killing yourselves. Don't right. judge and be a critical spirit, mm -hmm. a critical demon of things higher than your mm -hmm. nefesh soul. You have to go to Torah and then study to show yourself mm -hmm. a proof and start obliterating your mm -hmm. sinful nature to even have a clue of considering mm -hmm. the heights by which you've fallen. Yeah. So and it's when you're not in a place to see everything that we've had to go through, and that's not something that God's going to give you. Unrighteous mm -hmm. judgment yep. is one of the main hordes of hell mm. of the army of satan in the final quest series and they're all charismatic christians they're all ruah mm. souls the hordes of hell are marching and they were all mm. ruah souls that had started in the spirit and then tried to finish in their brain and they're all being driven by the accuser of the brethren mm. himself right so we already made those sacrifices and obeyed god in those areas so you're never, ooh, <coughs> you're never going to watch us go through that again because we already did it. Now, so when you're walking through that and it looks like all hell is breaking out for you like that, you Bam! have to sacrifice your own life and die to self, and you just have to go through it. <laughs> you might be rejected by family members. You might be called names. You might go through persecution. We've already done this. But here's the thing. We're not going to go through it again because you're experiencing that. We already did it. It's well, done. Well, preach the, yep. the finished word, the victory yep. of already conquering those worlds and realms. And, that's and if you reject the word, on. then there's no yeah. hope for you. You'll have to repent later on right. when you're wrong about everything and come to the end of yourself and mm -hmm. ready to receive and believe the word. Yep. And for some people, if you've been around for a while, you, this is something the Lord was talking about today. You can't judge the past of what you think the apostolic training looked like. You can't judge those things. A lot of times it's unrighteous judgment, right? Or if you think in a certain way, oh, I, I forgive them when it was actually apostles walking in righteousness 
and you're in unrighteous judgment, that's why some of you aren't able to walk forward because you're judging the past. Hey, and you Moses, have to see the apostles pick, finish Moses their training. picking a new wife. He just married the, right. the queen, and now he's coming and he's marrying this other girl, and he's supposed to be God's leader for her life. Do you understand that they all gossip and slandered Moses so severely? And then the Bible says that angels came down and started killing the camps right. that were opposing, but it... But it was true. It wasn't like those things didn't happen, but they didn't understand the path and the apostolic calling of Moses that he was being instructed by angels mm -hmm. to go and do those things in those places. And so the rest of the community that had no experiences with the angels just comes fresh with the carnal mm -hmm. mind out of Egypt and just starts judging the apostle, mm -hmm. not understanding 40 years of training that went into Moses. Yep. Do you understand that unrighteous judgment mm -hmm. is one of the worst strongholds in Christians in the world mm -hmm. right now? But I tell you the truth, the chieftains of the heavenly Jerusalem, the apostles of the Lamb, will bring it to the light. It's not even out of an anger or a frustration. It's out of a care and desire mm -hmm. for the healing of your souls to understand these heavenly ways of God mm -hmm. the Father clearly. So you can be mm -hmm. healed. Because when you attack the Zadik, the Moses of your generation, the Aaron of your generation, the apostles and prophets of your generation... What it does is it removes you from the sapphire pavement. Right. You're saying how God used angels to get them to the pavement is wrong. God is mm -hmm. wrong. That cuts it, you off from ascension. <laughs> it will never happen for you until you repent of your judgment. And it's usually more subtle and there'll be all kinds of excuses and lies mm -hmm. from fallen angels influencing you for a long time to come to these conclusions. The issue is you need to look mm -hmm. at the path we're crossing the Red Sea. Okay. Forget how, it, how Moses was instructed by angels sold down the river Nile into the house of sorcerers out of the tribe of Levi, God raising up a deliverer. The whole situation is a crazy mess. And that whole situation was not even explained to Israel when they said, you got to follow this guy now. What they saw was the Red Seas parted and here the taskmasters mm -hmm. and the, the armies of Egypt are dead. So you see the destruction of demons, and you see the way forward. Right. That's what you see when you're a new Christian, a young believer. Mm -hmm. That's all most of you have seen with Rebecca and I right now because yeah. of where you're at in your faith. That's the mm -hmm. same parting of the Red Sea and the destruction mm -hmm. of demons. So you keep going. Eventually, you go up the mountain. You'll see the sapphire pavement. Oh, my God, it was all true. And you join the elders on the mountain and are invited to go into heaven. But you need to understand, the Zadik, Moses and Aaron, were, were the judges and the gatekeepers of the mm -hmm. sapphire pavement that went to God's mm -hmm. throne. Anyone that attacked them removed themselves from the very connection to the Heavenly right. Father, from Jesus Christ in heaven. So you can't go out here in the sand mm -hmm. now that you heard from Moses and Aaron and have your own connection somewhere. The Zadik, the Moses yeah. and Aaron on the mountain are the judge and gatekeepers of Jacob's ladder. Understand that clearly from Torah and Tanakh. The apostles never contradict that anywhere. In fact, the apostles establish that in every single epistle. If anyone rejects this letter, throw them out of your gatherings. Who says that? Apostle John. Apostle John said that. If this letter is not received by anyone in your churches... Take that person and throw them out. You understand? Mm -hmm. That's what it says in the epistles. Paul says that. 
John says that. Peter says that. Jude says that. They try to sneak in and pretend they're Christians. All these people, I tell you the truth, Satan is nonstop sending demonic assignments into the congregation of the potential Zadokim. The Zadokim have the potential, the ones that love Jesus with all their heart. So the only thing the demons can do is use sinners and wicked liars to infiltrate. If a root of bitterness springs up, it will defile many. To constantly infiltrate the Zadokim, those that will listen and obey the Zadik. To corrupt the potential for the heavenly Jerusalem and the heavenly Sanhedrin and the heavenly Israel that demolishes all the rungs of the clippeth. And that's why they are relentless in sending liars in the midst of those seeking truth. That's why you deal with it. That's why it's nonstop attack every Joel's bar for 16 years and they haven't stopped yet. More people are getting private message. More demon-possessed liars are slandering on YouTube than ever before. Why is it relentless attack from the darkness? Because that's all they can do when you find the way. Is slander, accuse, gossip, um, image, assassinate the character, assassinate the person, the leader's image, so that no one will listen and obey the Zadik, the, the Zadik and become the Zadikim mm-hmm. to live on sapphire stones. That's mm-hmm. the only way that hell still has control mm-hmm. over the Christians. Right. They're cutting off your relationship to Christ. If your relationship in regards to obedience to the Zadikim is cut off, you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. They do it to Donald mm-hmm. Trump. Yep. Why do you think they never stop making stuff up, attacking his image? accusing him hurting that's all hell can do the nature of satan Mm -hmm. and his sons and daughters is one word in english Mm -hmm. accuser all they can do is destroy the Mm -hmm. image of that person's soul by non-stop Mm -hmm. dirt and dust the issue is if you cling to torah none of it will cling to you Mm -hmm. but if your mind becomes influenced by the accuser of the brethren you will go into hell Guaranteed, you become captive to hell. You must stay clean in the water of the living word of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. I think it would be helpful to look at the mountain range here. So you'll love one and hate the other. You'll cling to one and despise the other between these two mountain ranges. So we established that a relationship is a state of connection. The state of being connected. So unless you're connected to the Shekinah, you're going to cling to the Sephirot of the enemy, the mountain range of Satan. That's the foreskins. We've talked about the foreskins, which means lack of circumcision. And dust is that influence of your thought life, wide path of destruction. Mm -hmm. So when you have in your mind, so you might be around or you might still listen. Let's say you listen to Zadik. You listen to Joel's bar. You try to get the teachings, but if there's a place in the heart or the mind where you judge what God has done in the life of the Zadik or the life of the Zadikim, then you are disconnected from the sapphire stones. And you find that the people who harbor those things in their hearts and minds from the past or harbor things that they see or they judge with their ears or their eyes. It says that the well, it says that the Lord it says about Messiah. He won't judge by the things that he sees or what he hears with his ears, his eyes and ears. It, there's a, there's a, a judgment in your heart mm-hmm. against the Zadik mm-hmm. is a contract with an angel of death. 
So you want to make sure your hearts and your souls and your minds and your bones and your bloodlines are clean and clear from judging Moses and Aaron and the apostles of the Lamb in your generation. You don't want to become a critical spirit. Mm -hmm. Those people had the worst situations mm -hmm. in the Bible. And so the demons are always trying to bring mm -hmm. you into destruction by getting you to agree with them mm -hmm. in your thought life. And so going to Torah and studying the Word keeps your thought life clean mm -hmm. and a positive attitude no matter what kind of dust storms or dirt mm -hmm. storms you have to go through. A lot of it is just you getting cleaned up from hell. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you look on the right-hand side on the pure Sephirot, the Zadik, that's the gatekeeper of the Sephirot. So that's by God's establishment. When you harbor a wrong attitude or judgment or you might say, oh, I forgive them, everyone makes mistakes, but you're holding something that God did through angelic instruction yeah. as unrighteousness. You you could study these and take the classes again and again. You'll never go up the sapphire stones until you repent of that wrong judgment or that attitude that's prideful that says you were right and God was wrong about what he did. Yep. And so what happens is the only possibility then is to cling to the black sephirot on the left-hand side. And so there's no possibility of getting circumcision. A circumcision happens through the anointed word, the teaching and the preaching of righteousness mm -hmm. of the Zadik of your generation, which was Brandon and myself. So when you're getting pummeled by demons, mm -hmm. the righteous one mm -hmm. will have to pummel demons with truth. So the Bible says, when Satan comes in, Holy Spirit mm -hmm. raises a standard and comes in like a flood. I've been looking at the sheep of the great shepherd in the sheepfold and around the sheep gate and inside the sheep gate and people are just getting attacked by demons like crazy. People losing their minds. The flies seem to be channeled through people's minds more than Torah. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, there is a, a ferociousness of the shepherd to attack those lies that are flies trying to take over the sheep's mind. Okay. When a, when a shepherd is shepherding sheep, he'll oil their heads because the flies land on the sheep's heads and lay eggs in the head. This is the number one cause of death of all sheep on planet Earth today. It's flies. And so what happens is maggots go in the brain, people lose their minds, and the sheep will just jump off of cliffs. They'll grind their heads against rocks and kill themselves. The sheep end up all killing themselves. That's how most sheep die because they lose their minds to flies. So in order for you to stay clean, clear, and safe and protected, you need the fresh oil on your mm -hmm. sheep head every day. Me too. We're lambs, okay? So there's sheep, there's lambs, there's rams, there's all kinds of stuff getting shepherded around here. A lot of the stuff that needs to get shepherded is the stuff shepherded for the slaughter. Mm -hmm. The flies and the bugs. The demonic influence of the birds, the beasts, and the reptiles of the kingdom of hell slaughtered out of your brains so that you can be totally anointed in your thought life by the oil of the word of God, desiring only to do the will that comes down the sapphire stones in the Shekinah glory without the torture and the torment to be tempted to leave the gate of the sapphire stones. And so then there's, you know, some people that have been around for a while you might think in your heart or your mind, well, you've been walking in righteousness for a while now, Rebecca. Why didn't you t tell me? Why didn't you say something? I did. There's actually many of you, I, 
I tried to teach you righteousness even a few years ago. So what, what, why, why was it so secret? Why was it that? Because if I taught the fullness of righteousness or everything that I knew up until that point, it would have brought such a severe judgment upon the people I didn't want anyone to lose their salvation. Well, where, where, where was that teaching? It was posted online. Even some people, I try, some of you, I tried to tell you one-on-one, -on -one, but why didn't you recognize it? This is the one thing. Why wasn't it possible for you to join me in the sun? Why wasn't it possible? Where was, what, what was it that I told you that was training in righteousness? When God comes to test your heart to see you approved, he expects approval, it's when you rejected what I told you about emotional intimacy. When you refused to believe me about the dangers of emotional intimacy, which was your soul ties to others, right? The harlotry of the soul. And you didn't believe me, or you shut it down, or you were in the fear of man, you went into cowardice. You fled back into that mountain of the enemy on the left-hand side. So now I'll just stick with what I know. Oh, those are nice posts, like the Facebook posts, but never change. And so that's why for a few years, it was secret training in righteousness, because if I came out right away and condemned it with the level of righteousness I had, too many people would be destroyed. And then what, what, what would we have? What, what would we... What, what, the fear of the Lord is the beginning be? of wisdom. Unless the Lord had preserved a company for us, it would have been like Sodom and Gomorrah. It is written. And so the opportunity now to rise is you can... There's enough light and those in agreement, the Zadokim, to come against the emotional intimacy of the perverse generation of the seventh week of Enoch that we're in right now. This time right now is a perverse generation, which means what? Come out of her, my people. Come out of the harlotry of the intimacy of the emotions of your soul with others mm -hmm. and be intimate in the holy place with God. God is your spouse. God is that place, that refuge. Until you make those sacrifices, there's no potential to come out of Black Malkut. There's no potential to go from Malkut to Yusad or into the Son of Righteousness. It has to be agreement with the words that we're speaking here today. If you have judgments about what God did in my life or Brandon's life or anyone who's walking into the Son of Righteousness, and you have those judgments, you have to come out of self-righteousness, because that's all the left-hand side over here. That mountain range of Satan is the very self-righteousness of thinking that your human judgments, human anger and human emotion, is righteousness. So, in that place, when you're on the left-hand side there, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You don't. Everyone in Jezebel Christianity says, oh, my own, I have my own personal relationship with Jesus. No. What is the de definition of relationship we established? It's the state of being connected. But you're not connected to him. You don't hear clearly. You're confused. You're sad. You're depressed. You're anxious. You're upset. You don't have the clear path established or you're not walking in it. Why? You have to connect to Christ, which means you have to receive the ones he sends, which means you believe and obey the word that is spoken from the ones that he sends. That word, this is the word, not just in your own time, my own Bible time, maybe if I Bible spell enough, 
Maybe if I do my own thing, maybe if I create my own material and try to do righteousness outside of giving up my false judgments about others and start walking in it yourself, you can't walk in righteousness apart from the Zadik. It's not possible. You go around the mountain There's until you no die in the wilderness. There's no other person in the world that has opened Enoch's gate except us. It does not exist in this generation or the world. Which means trying to go around the Job 29 I set at the gate as judge, which is the word, the, the Zadik, the judge of the gate of the sapphire stones to heaven. Why do you think it's narrow? Each generation had one judge that sat at the gate of all the path of sapphire stones. Mm -hmm. People are leaving the gate, doing all kinds of stuff from those that have sat at the gate, and they're calling it God. It's mm -hmm. total rebellion. Amen. And I'm not mad at you, I just want you to go up the sapphire stones. It's just, it's ridiculous at this point to do anything else. It's redundant, it's ridiculous, it's a waste of time. Just stop wasting your time. Well, stop the truth is God's really time. offensive to the human being. Right. But the angels have lived in this order forever. Mm -hmm. So this is normal, angelic, basic, entry-level right. protocol. But to the human being, especially the Jezebelic, rebellious Christianity, mm -hmm. it's the hardest teaching you've ever heard. It's almost absurd to you because mm -hmm. you're so far removed from the actual Christianity right. that the apostles walked in. But now we have several witnesses. We have six people already walking on sapphire stones, and you know what? They all have the same testimony. Yep. They had to sacrifice the same thing, <laughs> and it's exactly what we're telling you today. They're doing it. There's unity on sapphire yeah. stones, but nowhere else. That's this it. is the Israel of Yadavave. So the people who will repent will. You just have to make up your mind that you're going to be one of those people. So this is what a relationship with God looks like. When you get circumcised, which means you believe what the Zadik of the generation says, you allow it to cut. Right? They were sore for three days. It's not always, it doesn't always feel great, right? Rebuke doesn't always feel great. But what happens when you remove the foreskin and the shell? That flow is the flow of Shekinah. You see that, that glowing light. We talk about the Shekinah being you know, like Malkut or Malkut on Yasad, Shekinah, the feminine of the moon, blah, 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 all that, the Hebrew words. In reality, he is the Aleph and the Tav, which means the beginning and the end of the circuitry. It's an electric circuit of energy, invisible light of Shekinah glory, of the invisible physical realm. It's tangible. It's not something make-believe, work it up in your brain, and just go into some delusion. No. It's through believing the word of the ones who God sent, repenting of judging the Zadik wrongly in your heart, repenting of not believing what's the, no, I repent, I repent. No, it means you, you just change. I'd rather you skip saying, I repent, I repent, just change. You can say, I repent, but it only means anything. It only has value if you actually change the behavior. That's it. Why? Because God said, here's my word, cleanse yourself, here's how you do it, now do it. Now you have to do it. You're not just going to sit around and wait for it to fall on you. And if we, if I, if I pray in tongues, you know, or do enough Bible spa, maybe it'll happen. You have to agree with the truth yep. that you hear from the Zadokim. That's you it. You have to humble your heart and mind against all that human pride. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which... God does make it easy if you love his humility nature, which yeah. is called the Lamb of God. 
It's easy for the humble ones, the meek, easily inherit the earth. It's impossible for the proud. A stumbling block. I thank you, Father in heaven, that you've hidden this from the wise and learned and revealed it to little humble children such as these. It is written. (laughs) So, amen. The definition of a relationship. It's the way in which two or more concepts. What are concepts? We talk about each sapphire stone. It's an attribute of God. It's one of his aspects of divine mercy. Even his judgment is mercy. He only does judgments mercifully, right? Like, oh, what about this and that? He gives everyone ample time to repent. And it's the judgments become sort of like a last resort in increasing severity in hopes that they will repent. Amen. But he's a, he's a loving God, so he's not going to allow wickedness to continue. If there's no repentance up until the point of no return, he will annihilate them there's off the no face of the earth. There's no prosperity for the demon or for darkness. Amen. So it's the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected. It's the state of being connected. So next time someone says, well, I have my own personal relationship with Jesus, and that's what my demon God told me. Yep. You see this Shekinah emanations? When the sapphire stones within you emanate Shekinah through circumcision at the hearing of the preaching and the teaching of righteousness of the Zadik of your generation. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and sorcery is stubbornness, Mm -hmm. it is written. A relationship with Jesus Christ is when you first, you receive that word and now you walk in it. When you walk in it and it's connected. You see that circuitry board of Shekinah? That's relationship with Jesus Christ. It's the state of being connected to his Shekinah, which is Jesus Christ. Unless it's flowing, Unless there's circumcisions, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You know about him. You know facts about him. You might have been around his presence a little bit here or there. You might have received fire insurance salvation. But you do not have a relationship with Christ. You only have a relationship with Christ to the measure you're Jewish. Mm -hmm. Romans 2. Mm -hmm. Through the Jewish mark of circumcision of heart. Paul says in Romans 1 and 2, if you don't have the Jewish circumcision of heart, you will bear the image of demons 100% of the time. That's what Romans 1 and 2 is all about. You hypocrites who accuse others, you do the same thing. Why? You don't have the circumcision, the mark of being a true Jew in your hearts. Without the circumcisions, it's just human hypocrisy. Right. And I was looking at Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11. Looking at this last night, we just talked recently about our people being kind of like the little twigs in the ground. At least as of about a year, year and a half ago. Saplings. Little saplings. Mm-hmm. Little twigs in the ground. Amen. And, but it was the most exciting thing for all of heaven. Mm-hmm. Not even one leaf, hardly. Very far from fruit, but why? He wasn't interested in the giant trees that have already grown up and they already have the giant fruit that's rotten and without being able to be salvaged. He's interested in the soil, right? What was the, the we were talking about getting the soil Sapphire right. soil. And in looking at Isaiah 11, now this is in the Hebrew Bible. But a root shall grow out of the stump of Jesse. A twig shall sprout from his stock. A twig shall sprout from his thigh. And you go, I'm a twig in his garden. Right? Mm-hmm. A twig of righteousness. Twig of righteousness. I'm a twig of righteousness. 
Watch out for those bunnies. All right, we're going to collectively twiggy, pull up the shields. So you're not getting twiggy with it. <laughs> Righteousness. Mm -hmm. Amen. It, it's worth cutting off those emotional connections. You feel like that's your evidence that you love and how you feel loved. It'll You'll miss it initially. But just like any cocaine addiction, meth addiction, heroin addiction, uh, any kind of alcohol addiction, marijuana addiction, once you get past that initial phase of withdrawal, you'll be fine. And you'll realize it's better. God's love is better than human trash love. No more human trash love. Amen? Amen. So, but a shoot shall grow out from the stump of Jesse. A twig shall sprout from his stalk. The spirit of yad vav shall alight upon him. A spirit of wisdom and insight. A spirit of counsel and valor. A spirit of devotion and reverence for God. He shall sense the truth by his reverence for God. Mm. He shall not judge by what his eyes behold, nor decide by what his ears perceive. So when you walk in righteousness, you're leaving behind your judgments of what you think you saw, mm. yep. what you thought you heard, and your own judgments, but by the fear of God. When you walk in the fear of God, that's the beginning of wisdom, and that's how you'll sense the truth Accurately in war in righteousness. Reverence for his presence. Mm. Amen. Mm. Oh yeah, this is interesting too. Uh, Armor a company in 1991 discovered discovered that the heart has its little brain or intrinsic cardiac nervous system. They call it the heart brain because the heart has its own neurons. They discovered approximately 40,000 neurons that are alike to the neurons in the brain, which means the heart has its own nervous system, or allegorically speaking, you could say the heart has its own brain. It has its own mind. That's mm. what Bren was talking heart about earlier tonight. That inner heart intelligence. So we're looking at scientific studies in the natural realm. It tells us what? It tells us something about what's going on in the invisible realm. The Word of God has the ability mm -hmm. of increasing your heart IQ. But I think the brain limitations are just maxed out when you're born of your parents' DNA. But if you get into the DNA of Jesus, which is heart intelligence, the cap comes off the head, which is called open Amen. heavens. Amen. So all we're asking you to sacrifice tonight is something that we've already walked through and sacrificed ourselves. It's already something that we've had to humble ourselves, feel the cut, feel the the humiliation of the being wrong and God is right and laying down the self-opinion and judging by the eyes and the ears. It's called being naked in the garden Yep. in Torah. means you have no actual word of God working in your spirit, soul, mind, and strength. The human being wrong about literally everything. It is mm -hmm. written. Now we go back to the word and repent constantly. Father, you are right about everything. I deny myself. I've... I'll pick up my cross. I'll believe you in anything. I know the human being is wrong about everything all the time. And that's how you grow in Christ. <laughs> what is Christ the Savior of? The human being, to the measure the human being is willing to acknowledge, he's wrong and Christ is right. As it's written, we have no righteousness of our own. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart Jesus from Christ. the connection. Yep. Apart from that connection, staying attached to the vine, bearing fruit that lasts. What kind of fruit that lasts? No, that fruit's a reference to blood, the blood of Jeshurun. 
that fruit of the intelligence of Jesus Christ's heart, the blood that speaks a better word than the blood of religious, mm. good religious people. So that blood of Abel speaking, when that's usually all the religionists, the Christians, mm. the Jews, the ones that are always you know, pretending to be good in their own human blood, that's the blood of Abel. Right? Mm. Truth anyhow. But that blood is total nonsense. It's all self-righteousness. Messiah judged and condemned all that self-righteous human blood when he gave the blood of God, the blood of Yadavave, and the everlasting blood covenant on the cross of Calvary. That's our salvation from our humanity. The issue is, what are you clinging to in the realm of the earth that is keeping you from where that blood flows down from? which is the sapphire stones. And it reveals your hearts are connected to five other gods, usually. And Mm -hmm. you just kind of covering them up with teaching. You cover Mm -hmm. them up with, you go to the the Torah, you go to... Afraid to offend your spouse. Afraid that your husband (laughs) will cut off your finances because you want to tithe to Arlem. Afraid that your family will completely reject you if you're open and out there with the teaching of righteousness. I mean, we're only... Fear of man is a snare, which means you'll never rise. We're only talking about things that we've already had to deal with ourselves and overcome. Amen. It's everyone has to go through it. It's not like, oh, well, maybe this part of my life won't be tested. It'll all be tested in fire. everything be tested. Who do you really love? Do you Wisdom love Wisdom Torah builds her house of seven mm-hmm. pillars from earth to heaven. Mm-hmm. But if you fear anything else other than the fear mm-hmm. of Yare Vavhe... And fearing his king, which is the messenger that's the gatekeeper on the mountain burning with the fire of Torah, the Shekinah glory. If you don't fear that realm of the kingdom, everything Mm -hmm. else you fear will come upon you. And that's your current experiences Mm -hmm. because you have a contract with that realm of the dead. Mm -hmm. So the circumcision comes to cut that off of you in your spirit, soul, mind and strength so you can rise in righteousness. Mm -hmm. That's a gift Mm -hmm. through faith in God's word. That's really good. Amen. Amen. Oof. We saw Psalm 72. Oh, yeah. Let's twice on the way oh, to Joel's Bar tonight. And the second one had my name on it. Yep. First one had my name on it. Oh, yeah. Both, oh, both oh, our names. Oh, oh, me too. Me too. Yep. Ah, you had one for me and then one, one? for you. <laughs> it's true. It is true. God provides for <laughs> everyone. God provides. Amen. It's really good to make fun of those strife demons, too. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. When you get into sapphire stones, all that weirdness of strife and, and jealousy. jealousy and, oh, my sight and wonder. You know, it all gets burnt up in sapphire stones. You can act- actually have fellowship. The and glory is and too strong to have yeah. any of that nonsense. You're just always overcome yeah. by the presence of his glory. Mm-hmm. But unless you... Are, unless you can be brave to not care what your family and friends think about you getting the holy cabal of Jesus Christ and righteousness, and this is the Zadik of my generation, yeah. you don't have a chance at having that kind of peace. You're not eligible for that level of peace, fun, enjoyment, or good things added to your life in the natural realm because it would only be idolatrous and sinful because you're still clinging to the shell, the foreskin, old life. So just let it go. Amen. God uses the foolish things to confound the wise, and then the foolish become the wise, and then they really grow wise. And that's when it's really the end game, and that's really honestly in the maturity of Jesus Christ in our angelic instruction, where Rebecca and I are at right now to lead the global harvest onto sapphire stones. 
And so the ones that oppose us at this level are opposing the judge at the gates of Enoch, which right. is a really, really dangerous place to be. Yeah. So this was the sign and wonder coming to Joel's bar tonight, Psalm 72, a psalm for Solomon. Give the king knowledge of your way of judging. <laughs> Amen. That's what we're talking about. May you have discernment to judge righteously and not satanic influence of accuser of the brethren. Judging things righteously, judging something from God, judging red letter ministries from God, judging the apostles and prophets right with God and from God gives you something, a prophet's reward and a righteous man's reward. You know what the Spirit of God told me? Righteous man's reward is Enoch Metatron's reward. Prophet's reward is Elijah Sandalphon's reward. Rewards above and below equally. Amen. You need them both. Mm -hmm. Let them judge and govern your, govern your people with righteousness and your poor and afflicted ones with judgment and justice. The mountains shall bring peace to the people and the hills through the general establishment of righteousness. Psalm 72 verse 4. May he judge and defend the poor of the people. Deliver the children of the needy and crush the oppressor so that they may revere and fear you while the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. Mm. May he, Solomon, as a type of King David's greater son, be like rain mm. that comes down upon the mown grass. Song of Moses. Like showers that water the earth, like mm. Torah. <laughs> like the Torah of the sapphire stones, like the Torah of the Sephirot. May Solomon, my son, be like the Torah of the Sephirot, watering the whole earth, King David prays. In his Christ's days shall the uncompromisingly righteous flourish and peace abound till there is a moon no longer, which is Lilith, mm. the black moon, which is what oh, the Muslims yeah. worship. So they worship Lilith, when they say Allah, it's La, which means moon in Arabic. It's praise the moon. It's black moon, which is the principality Lilith. Lilith is the demon god of Islam. And any Christian that does not understand Christianity as the fulfillment of Tanakh serves Lilith in ignorance and false Christianity. The spirit of Muslim, the spirit of Islam. Truth in him. He, Christ, shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river Euphrates to the ends of the earth. Those who dwell in the wilderness shall bow down before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. Let all the servants of the clippeth lick the dust. <laughs> they need to. Amen. Best thing ever happened in their whole lives. Mm -hmm. You're totally wrong. Be obliterated by the water of the word. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Those who dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him. The kings of Tarshish and of the coasts mm. shall bring offerings. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall offer gifts. Let the tithes and offerings of the nations come to Solomon, it is written, right? That's what it says. Let the offerings to Yadevave go through my king. Mm. That's what it says. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. Remember, it's not talking about Jesus. It's talking about Solomon. Right? This mm -hmm. was written by King David. 
And obviously Jesus fulfilled it, so now you only have this experience in Christ, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But it also refers to Jesus' brothers and sisters who have his nature in his messianic kingdom, who live in the heavenly Jerusalem, who walk on streets of literal gold. Mm. For he delivers the needy when he calls out, the poor also, and him who has no helper. He will have pity on the poor and weak and needy and will save the lives of the needy. Verse 14. He will redeem their lives from oppression and fraud and violence. Blessed are the peacemakers. How do you think we make peace? City of peace, Jerusalem, our mother above, be there through Torah. And costly shall their blood be in his sight. Costly blood. What kind of blood is costly? The blood of rubies, the blood of sapphires, the blood of diamonds, the transfigured blood of our Messiah, our bloodline, our generations. And he shall live, and to him shall be given gold of Sheba. Prayer also shall be made for him, and through him continually. And they shall bless and praise him all the day long. Now this is a mystery. Prayers to God only go up sapphire stones. Nathaniel, you'll see angels ascending and descending to God's throne with prayers. The prayers of Israel, the prayers of the believers and lovers of Jesus Christ. It's not like they just float up into the clouds and hang up in the clouds. Angels take them and they go up a path of lightnings and present them to the Father. That's how prayers actually works. The Bible says that Solomon was the gate of prayers from earth... <laughs> through the lightnings to God's throne above the sun. Woo! One greater than Solomon's here. Mm. There shall be abundance of grain in the soil upon the top of the mountains. The least fruitful places in the land will have abundance. Nothing grows on the mountaintop. That's where the glory was, because that's the growing where the angels are. That's what it represents in Scripture. The growing into the angelic rungs. The least fruitful place, the tops of the mountains. The fruit of it shall wave like the forests of Lebanon, and the inhabitants of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever. We still talk about him every day. <laughs> His name shall continue as long as the sun. Sun sealed. Bridegroom's chambers kingdom of Messiah Jesus Christ. May your name ascend into the sun, that your name remain forever. It is written, as long as the sun, S-U-N, in the sky, indeed, his name continues before the sun and in the sun. Psalm 72, verse 17, Amplified Classic. And men shall be blessed, because his name's in the sun. And bless themselves by him, all nations, because his names in the sun shall call him blessed. That's called favor. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. That's the favor with all nations when your name is sun sealed. Glory mm. to God. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name, Yad He Vav He. Let the whole earth be filled with his Shekinah glory. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. Amen. Amen. Man, that's good. <laughs>
powerful signs and wonders. And the glory has been amazing mm. going up these rungs. These are some high holy days. Yeah, I was looking up the, the dates again, you know, apparently some of the Jewish holidays, the date differs depending on whether you're in Jerusalem or outside of Jerusalem. Yeah. And so today is the 22nd of Tishrei, October 7th. And so today, uh, based on that, where we're at right now, you say, oh, I'm inside the Jerusalem and blah, blah, blah. No, it has to do with exile or not. What is exile? In the year 9024. In the year of our Lord. <laughs> Nine, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, you know that people put on like, sure, yeah. on the, you know, on social media, they'll make little videos and they'll say, they're living in, they'll put some future year. They're this person in like 2050. The it was like, this person in Japan is living in 2050 and they'll show some like high tech or just some genius way that somebody just kind of like put th something together what, to make it. Some life hack. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, they're living in the future. And now we're up here. It's like, no the man. The higher this you is... go up, the more further yeah. in the future you're living mm -hmm. from. Now, the thing is when you're down on Malkut, it seems like a huge sacrifice. I remember thinking when I, the Lord asked me to give up my false love, I remember specifically thinking, what am I going to do without it? Like, it's retarded now. Weeping and gnashing your teeth. I was like, what? But Lord, like, how is anyone going to know? Everyone's going to think I'm an asshole. I was like, everyone's going to think I'm an asshole. And uh, Angel Flash. Like, they, they did. <laughs> For two years, we judged her as an asshole. That's true. <laughs> but you know what? But it was it's fun. It's funny now. But I was like, you and your just religious anti-false love message for years. Nope, that was just the posting the protocol. same thing on Facebook for two years. But you know, there's a lot of love in it. You know, <laughs> I love you guys. I didn't want to see anyone get. Dis the thing is, the reason why I didn't come out full force with the righteousness that I had at the time is because I I wanted people to survive. Because I like you guys. I think you're cool. God, here's the thing. God's nature. He doesn't wish that anyone should perish. You gotta get the right. teaching refined so that people can mm -hmm. receive can it. Can receive too. it, yeah. Pioneering. Yeah. So, you know, and it's just one of those things when right now you might take it for granted because we have a safe place to teach it and talk about it and study it. Well, you're talking about pioneering it. You're talking about being surrounded below with principalities and above yep. and on all sides and in everything and everyone around it's you. The best. And you're just trying not, first of all, Waking up every day trying not to die, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, starting to question your sanity of your reality. All you know, the elements trying to kill you, you every day. I'm going to tell you guys a really interesting truth that we found in the oral tradition of Moses about Enoch. You want to mm. hear it? Ooh. Yeah, I want to hear it. Why, one of the reasons why God took Enoch. Why they took him. They took He took him while the fruit was good. In the oral tradition of Moses, they talk about that if God had left him, he wouldn't have stayed in it because everyone in the world around him was in either sorcery or the dust and the dogs yeah. of the earth. And so it wasn't he wasn't able to sustain it for forever. And you and you might seem crazy, what Enoch? But we I we idolat idol what do you call it? Idolatrize. Idolatrize him. We idolatrize Enoch. Idolize. I idolize. You know, mm. we put him up on a religious pedestal. Mm. Enoch, he's like God. Well, yeah, now he is like God. Oh, yeah, like but God, God had to take him because he wasn't able to Jesus sustain is it. Twin. Yeah, he wasn't able to sustain it long term. God, they had to take him while he was still righteous. 
Now that might seem crazy to you. Are you like, are you serious? But he transfigured Most into Metatron. Most loving men in heaven after Jesus himself is Enoch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and so the Lord talked to me about this. That was part of my testing and training to see under pressure, you don't understand the mental, spiritual, and the physical pressure that comes upon your body yeah. and your Ooh, soul it's intense. and your mind. Because when you're the only person that's walking in cosmic righteousness, the, the demons, what they try to do is cause you to, the, to doubt the reality that you're walking on sapphire stones. Yeah. To cause you to doubt those things. Are you really the only person? Is this really blah, blah, blah? That everything to try and make it look a certain way. You can't understand. Called to conquer the second heavens with the Enoch mantle. Tell, yeah. <laughs> tell us about it. it the, that kind of pressure... It's pressure in every way on all sides, within and without. And the only thing that can stand up to that pressure is Christ formed within you. Mm. There's nothing else that can withstand that pressure. So it's mm. just absolutely. So I understand. So when I say that about, you know, with Enoch and his situation, I have compassion because I understand how ridiculous. And he was living in a time of crazy sorcery. Yeah. Almost so, as bad as today. Yeah. So. What he established was amazing, and he walked in righteousness, but that's why in the oral tradition they explain God took Enoch because he wanted to take him while it was still good because he wouldn't have held up under the pressure long term because everyone else was walking in the counterfeit Sephirot, the counterfeit righteousness. This is a generation of Enoch, mm-hmm. but remember, Enoch only had a very narrow path. It's a gate where mm-hmm. just like the eye mm-hmm. of the needle. That was but, my but test. each rung is the eye of a needle. But once you get the circumcision, there's freedom in the very mm-hmm. walls of the heavenly Jerusalem right. of that living stone. Because it's your nature. At first, it's discipline. <laughs> yeah. At first, first you don't so, like so it. So oh, God, it's so hard. So what about hard. my feelings, my emotions, what about my, my oh, self-life? And what is it going to be nice to me? I protest this, oh. that, the other thing. I disagree. But Listen, my family's going to hate me. You just learn to love the sword <laughs> yeah. and just... You know that the next time you go from glory to glory, it's going to deal with parts right. of you you're totally oblivious of. Like, what's more important to you? <laughs> having a family that loves you? It's truly wonderful. Having a family that loves you? Are people being nice to you and saying nice things about you? Or are you willing for everyone to hate you, misunderstand you, or attack you while still being able to love them, but you treasure Christ more than that? It's, what do you like more? The truth hurts. Yeah. It's just that that's all but it comes down to. But it sets you free. So, Can you love the truth as it's circumcising your heart as adults at the age of accountability, mm-hmm. which is 10, 11, 12 years old? Right. Bob Jones says it's 12. The angel instructed me we can have 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So can you receive that the Angel Torah? flash on the 10-year-old twice. Amen. Nice. Can you receive that instruction, that circumcision, to re- start removing mm-hmm. the human being from your heart and trust mm-hmm. that the ever-living being, the source of Shekinah, mm-hmm. will take its place. Right. It's walking by faith. What is walking by faith? Trusting the removal of the old, the human, and the impartation constantly of the new, like a spring in you. I'll give you water that it will spring up in you into mm-hmm. eternal life. Mm-hmm. John chapter 4, a woman at the well, Fotini, apostle of the Lamb, one of the four chief apostles of the government mm-hmm. of the heavenly Sanhedrin in the first century was Fotini, woman at the well. Mm-hmm. So she was taught that she had maxed out Jacob's mm-hmm. well, which was her Jewish bloodlines, 
I'm going to this Jacob's well every day and I've had five husbands. The man I'm living with now is not even my husband. That's her testimony. And Jesus said, there's a different well that you're looking for that's not on the outside, that's not in the Jewish <laughs> bloodline. It's Messiah, the King of glory, my Torah, working in your spirit, an endless well of living water, lifting her up from <laughs> earth into the heavens. Amen. Amen. And you know, this was what's interesting was how God tested my heart and allowing things to be how how they were to test me to see, you know, what's going to hold up, what's going to, you know, what is going to go on with you. He tested and he approved people for different things throughout the Bible. Like he likes to see what you're going to do. Sometimes God will do that. He you know, some, we want to have a specific instruction. Those the are great. Of the heart. If you get the if you get the luxury of a specific instruction from God, you better obey that. Mm-hmm. It is about, Here's about, the key. I'll tell you from quickly, experience. Quickly as you can, make sure the desires of your heart are Father God's yeah. heart. You do that, you go all the way. If there's any other thing inside you, you just go that part keeps of you from going part out, of the yeah. way at best. <laughs> right. So my test. This was my test. The Father was testing me, and this is what I had to pass. Even if nobody else walks with you, believes it, or understands it, even if everything attacks it, invisible, visible, all around, even if that never stops, even if you're the only one, because I stopped at a certain point, I didn't want to go any higher, you know, without help, because, you know, you start going to the cosmos, some of you guys there, you're like, oh, that's kind of crazy out here, you know. There's a lot going on. Cosmic principalities, or there's mm-hmm. a different nature, it's a whole different world up there. And it's like when you go into the allegory of when you go into space, the laws of physics it's a change. It's different atmosphere. It's all, everything you thought was gravity. Not even gravity. Like We're not in Kansas anymore, That's literally Tono. on our slides. That's literally on one of the We're slides. not in Kansas anymore, you're, re- you're reading them. <laughs> we're in the Torah of Oz. We're going into <laughs> yeah. Emerald, Emerald City, which is my chaya. Yeah, amen. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, 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 the chaya. So that was my test. The mm. Lord, I remember him asking me, even if no one joins you, even if you have to do the whole Sephiroth alone, will you do it and will you maintain under the pressure or will you just cave and join with the other? Because the, the pressure to want to be with humans. The, trust me, the accusers be, aren't accusing you know, anything else except this. Right. Because this is their absolute annihilation mm-hmm. if people get a hold of it. Yeah, it was really difficult for me because I really absolutely did not want to you know do this thing alone I like can you imagine and but I remember the point where I made up my mind <laughs> I made up my mind right no matter what the shadows and fears whatever the doubts oh, yeah. however big the cosmic principalities Song of songs. I have this I'll do it mm. and I remember that was a turnaround point and shortly after I passed I will that ascend test to the mountains I will ascend yeah even though there's a lot of them <laughs> How big do you believe God is? If you're like, oh, there's, let's see, there's one of me. How many demons in the cosmos? <laughs> and then you go up, start up, and they're the big ones up there. And then so you feel so tiny, like a like a three-year-old in the glory. Can is this possible? Yeah. How how much do you believe in the Oz of Torah? Rebecca how much was you, only three years old when she glory. watered Abraham's camels in Torah. Mm, man, it's so. And you were three when you were given the Enoch mantle yeah. on the sapphire stones. Same yep. age, same yep. calling. Yeah, so I just Rebecca's remember Rebecca's on at... the rung of Gavura with Isaac. Oh, yeah, she's out there with him. Mm-hmm. Camel glory. Where's the drama? In the flesh. Those patriarchs aren't in the tomb anymore. Yeah. They were raised with Jesus. Amazing. 
or But yeah once i made up my mind that no matter what it's gonna be on the outside i'll walk in righteousness i'll do this thing and then you know here comes the openings for teaching and training and righteousness now we've got teams now we've got squadrons forming now we're gonna have about like hopefully about a billion roses a scribes of righteousness every yeah. aspect Everything. of heavenly jerusalem is being organized through our pioneering it's true mm -hmm. absolutely the truth anyhow those that come after us it will be like the sons of god it'll be like the city of heavenly <laughs> jerusalem it'll be the 144,000 of those who mm -hmm. live on the stars fulfilling mm -hmm. all the prophecies of tanakh the fulfillment of mm -hmm. all the tanakh is living on the sapphire pavement with moses mm -hmm. and aaron in the flesh an mm -hmm. everlasting life where death is swallowed up in victory Amen. Amen. So the reason I'm sharing that with you is so you can understand kind of, you know, the gravity of these things, but also to encourage you, mm -hmm. make up your mind. What is it that you're kind of low-key afraid of that you hope and you just wish doesn't happen? And just make up your mind. Even if my spouse leaves me, even if Screw they cut off my financial provision and things that I like to have because they're angry with me, even if my whole family stop supporting me and hates me this is and no one wants to be weight. friends with me and everyone thinks I've lost my mind or even if I lose my job how much do you trust God because this is it this is Amen. righteousness it's worth this is everything the messianic kingdom of Israel mm -hmm. and we're not playing games yep. it's life and death every day now that doesn't mean you go in the foolishness of carnal brain interpretation and go out and quit your job tomorrow because you want to go up to mm -hmm. sapphire stones you please That's the insanity. holy ghost yep. with your whole heart it means you have to let go that despite the fears and the failures or the fears and the shadows and mm. the unknown, what's going to happen if I go all in? Trust me, it's worth it. Yeah. And it works out, whether it works out in this life or for just eternity. Eternity is a long time. What else are you going to invest your right. blood in? I mean, get it, give it all to God. Think yep. eternity. Wisdom builds her house. Make sure you're wise and not foolish. Amen. Amen. I think we're going to have to look at pictures since you're ready to Let's talk. do it. Uh, give me one second. Let me cue it up. All right. Glory. <laughs> oh, what was that? Oh. I am <laughs> loose. Wisdom building your house, dealing with the foolishness. Anything coming out of people who are repenting right now, let those things just be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Angels bind that Fine, stuff. Put them in the lake of fire. Throw it all in the lake of fire. Ooh. Cleanse and wash. It's like all that the fetch. sand. It's like that all sand blood, demon. All bones. Yeah. It's that sand demon. Ooh, all that earthliness. Let it be washed into the lake of fire. Let heaven fill you fresh and new <laughs> with the river of life crystal clear and sparkling from the throne of Jesus Christ on top of the sapphire stones. You know, I noticed that sometimes, because, you know, we're broadcasting, and as we broadcast, some people, they repent. And when that repentance, that decision happens in the heart, the demon comes out. Dust storms come out of I, them. I notice, yeah. I notice they run at stuff. us. They get angry sometimes when they come <laughs> at us. So I'm not I'm not upset about it. I'm glad you're getting your freedom. Thank you for deliverance. softening your heart. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. I'm just allergic to demons. Anyway. I hate right. hell. I hate them. All right. Yeah, you guys are familiar <laughs> with this. Uh, you'll notice we repeat some of these terms because... Even just for a nefesh soul, like let's say you go to kindergarten, third grade, fifth grade, twelfth grade. Mm. Repeating it about three to four times is the minimum for something to begin to stick. 
in the long-term memory, just for an average childhood student. So that's about three or four times. About four times her good impression into the memory. So it's picture time. That means open your eyes and look at the pictures. There you go. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. We got professional transfers, but it's good. Picture and learning time. It's good. Uh, when you see the pictures, what it does is it helps give your mind a map to the Torah, which is the most worthwhile thing to purchase, the eyesav of the Torah. It's the ability to see and to hear and to understand, to perceive the truth of the invisible realm. By tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, that yad heh vav -Heh is good. And how are you going to experience that? Circumcision. Mm -hmm. Selah. Just take a moment and breathe in that sweetness. Do you feel that sweetness? Thank you. Peace. Trust. Overflowing. Trust in the word of God. Yet will I trust him. Though he slay me, though he slay my old life, yet will I trust him. Hmm. Obedience is the evidence of trust. <laughs> Amen. Come and see. Spider is evolving into some kind of wolf howling at the white moon back there. <laughs> the loudest. <laughs> like a lion's roar. That was the loudest meow mm. I think I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I've never heard one louder than that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> his Malkut must be getting rectified with his hatred towards the false prophet. Finding his voice. It's called finding your voice. He's eating the Leviathan back there. <laughs> Gnawing on a wing of Ziz. Mm. <laughs> Open carcass. That's the of cat behemoth. food we serve here. Cat food. <laughs> behemoth cat food. <laughs> behemoth carcass cat food ministry. Amen. That's good. That's an encouraging word. Those three rums are what you slaughter with your Torah for a perfect nefesh and blood life below mm -hmm. in order to enjoy the rungs above those three realms of sky earth and sea behemoth leviathan and ziz have to be slaughtered daily below mm -hmm. and it's a fun thing to do it's part of your royal priesthood amen mm -hmm. that's nice glory yes there's a blockage in those areas you just kill that beast and feast mm -hmm. out of it amen Amen. Wisdom has killed her beasts. That's right. Proverbs 9. 
House of Wisdom. What's that look like? It looks like Achaya in the world of wisdom. The House of Wisdom is in the world of wisdom. Yeah, that Crystal Chaya Palace. Mm. Well, what beast do you kill? We know that Leviathan, we've talked about Leviathan dwelling in Yetzira. So, Behemoth. World of Waters. Of us, yeah, so you have Behemoth in Asaya. You have Leviathan in Yetzira, and you have Ziz in that world of Berea, right? The world of the birds, right? You're mm, talking about yeah. Neshama, the, the, the bird pigeon. realm, yeah, the pigeon realm. So you have Behemoth slaying in Asaya, Leviathan slaying in Yetzira. You have Ziz slaying, again, that's the nature in your own self that you're dealing with. Birds, beasts, and reptiles, mm -hmm. Romans 1, it is mm -hmm. written. So it's your own nature you deal with in yourself. The apostolic goes ahead and deals it within their own self and externally with the principality. So the benefit of being under apostolic yep. canopy is, well, number one, that's the only way to go up legally anyway. And second of all, you're not you're not very likely to have to deal with something like that Getting the externally. fallen angel sins out of you so that you only have Jesus Christ's right. righteousness in you. You feel so good. Right. But if you fail to slay your own fallen nature that own your own animal nature of those um of those fallen uh creatures those fallen angels fallen demons those fallen creatures if you fail to remove that nature from within you when you're tested in that when it comes time for you to deal with it and god expects the change when you reject that then you go into the black sephirot and then you're going to deal with principalities beyond your comprehension and ab ability to deal with. And that's when people start crying out to the apostles for help me, help me, save me. What are you doing? That means you're in disobedience. The inspired preaching is the help. Go back to the message you last mm -hmm. doubted in your heart. Repent, believe right. it, and it will carry you into the promised land. Right. Good, good. So, yeah, absolute realm of mystery the realm of the house of wisdom wisdom has killed her beasts behemoth leviathan and Ziz. we talked about allegorical hints mainly asked to do with what world that revelation of torah originated in when you understand the Sephirot as the Torah, the whole thing as Torah, which is the Word of God, you understand the souls of the worlds and the souls of Torah itself, right? When you look at the Word of God and you look at the Hebrew letters and you look at the vowel points, the vowel points represent soul. What's the soul of the Word of God? How can you have a soul? It's like containers of angelic rungs. <laughs> God created Adam and Eve containers of the angelic rungs. And that's why angels were mm -hmm. very jealous of them and sinned. Mm -hmm. Make mankind in our own image. Your ability to reflect that image is how he created you with the ability to have souls. To have a soul and layers of soul progressively reflecting the Word of God. Alright. Hermes, Hermes and Drash. 
think we talked a little bit about that last time. You can update your notes here if something is a Holy Ghost highlight for you. The Jewish sages taught that the angels that fell, fell because they wouldn't come and bow to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden above, Upper Garden of Eden. All the angels that wouldn't come and bow to serve Adam and Eve have become fallen angels. Mm. So anyone that is against God inside mindedness that won't bow to Christ in each other's heart, honor one another out of reverence for Christ in you, is of the fallen angels that is written. Mm -hmm. What is the Antichrist? Anyone who denies that Jesus Christ has come into your neighbor's flesh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Interpretation through the world's got arranged. Right, and so your ability to honor, also keep in mind, your ability to honor is not based on just some external words. I'll say something nice. I'll, mm. I'll try to honor. Then you get into like false humility and a weird demonic honor that it, it just, what it does is it makes righteousness look bad because when people see Malkut of Isaiah, dust of the earth, Nefesh, fallen Nefesh activity, trying to honor, it makes it look kind of like this cultish kind of behavior yep. or like this like weird, Fake, like something's plastic, mentally wrong external. with these people. I don't want to be a part yeah. of this. So anyone who just even has like a sound mind or the appearance of a sound mind just out there ready for the harvest, they would never want to be a part of this when they see that kind of behavior because it looks like mental insanity. And that's not to make fun of anyone. That's just to say it's true. Uh, you're not advancing the kingdom. You're actually doing more harm than good in your fallen nefesh attempts at honor because you think that's what we like or what it's we like want. It's like terrible bait on a fishing hook. Right. The it's fish just like... aren't going to bite that crap. You're just like, oh, God, Don't no, no Don't put crazy no on the hooks. <laughs> Don't put crazy on the hooks because yeah, that's what you're going to catch. crazy. No, we're done with that season, Lord, please. <laughs> well, good fish. The bad yeah. fish are thrown away. It is written. Oh, man. Yeah, the bad fish. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So just keep that in mind. It's not about some weird idea, and I just got to try to honor the Zadik, and I just got, you know, and then post some weird stuff online to chase any anyone away from the harvest. You know, that's not doing anything. So you have to understand the only possibility for you to have honor culture of heaven, just get circumcised. Don't worry. You can share the broadcast, you know, po repost and post the scriptures, but... Don't go into demons in an attempt to honor or into the foreskin of the human nature. First of all, get circumcised. Your ability to begin to articulate angelic honor and rank and honor is when you have the circumcision and you start to go up. That's when you're able to do those things. So just understand what can you do to be helpful and not harmful because a lot of people, when you're when you're all in and you're ready to go, but you don't have the circumcisions yet, you're more likely to help or to hurt while trying to help. Think about like a three-year-old. knowledge. Right. Think about like a two-year-old or a three-year-old in the kitchen. You're probably not going to give them the knife, like the play knife, right? Stay Here, in kindergarten. Cut the dough with this plastic knife. <laughs> you know, you guys, why? Because you don't want them to harm themselves or others. Or when they're helping you cook, you're probably not going to let them crack the eggs. Because you don't want to have, if you're baking cookies, you don't want cookies full of eggshells, right? Uh, no one wants to eat that. And you're going to sit, what are you yeah. going to do? 
false love sitting there eating crunchy eggshell cookies in front of your baby like "Mm, nice job false love no like that's disgusting (laughs) you didn't do anything to help like that's gross here let mommy do this part like you're like let dad cut the it doesn't mean you're love steak over here skill level what you're able to do exactly it's not that you don't love your baby in the kitchen right you just know their limitation and help them to develop and grow where they're at. And as they continue to grow, let's say they get a little bit older, a little bit more responsible, they learn safety, kitchen safety, and their mind is developed enough. When the mind of Christ is developed as more of a, you know, a little bit more adult uh, in your Christian walk, which means what your spirit man, the mind of Christ. When that's more developed in you, you have the ability, again, to help in the proverbial kitchen with mom or dad without hurting yourself or others or ruining the dish that's meant to be served to others for them to enjoy, right? Because it's not about me and what I can do to help. Mm -hmm. It's about what's going to be the best overall for what God wants to do. Amen. And his, because his plan, remember, you have to trust that his plan is perfect. So good. Hmm. Very helpful. Yep. So if these pastries here on those nice pictures of pastries, if we just left chunks of seeds in there, like this kernel so hard, someone else broke a tooth on it. Oh, never having those again, right? It wouldn't be love if I brought in a box of those and you broke your teeth on rocks and kernels. Well, I tried to get most of the rocks out of the kernels. I. A few of them might have snuck in there. (laughs) You know, when you're a kid and you're making cookies, make believe cookies, you ever do that? You mix the mud and you put the, I put in the the rocks for chocolate chips. I'm making chocolate chip cookie mud pies, you know, and you squish them and you mash them together and you put ingredients in it. I would use a little gravel for chocolate chips. Would I, would you want to serve that, that for some? messed up, man. <laughs> and I would bake them in the sun. <laughs> and sometimes put little flowers on them. Oh, this is playtime? Yeah, playtime right. when I was outside. Okay. Playing it. outside in the dirt, you know, like a little kid. That's what kids do. They play in the dirt. And then you hose them off. Sometimes we're like, all right, it rained. Let's go slide in the mud. And my mom would be like, all right, make sure you hose each other off before you come inside the house. You know, she just cleaned the floors. That's not allowed in the house. That's what kids like to do. They like to play in the dirt. Hose them down outside the house. Now, I know sometimes kids today, they like to stay inside a sterile home environment on the iPad. But I'm saying, when we were kids... Oh, yeah, the times have changed. Whew. We were like, all right, it rained. Let's slide in the mud. The neighbor kids had the expensive slip and slide. That was cool. cool. We'll restore nature again. Yeah. People can relive their childhood, too, yeah. in Christ and have Amen. a perfect childhood. That's going to be needed. Yeah. But you, you get the picture. It's, it's about what the Father wants to do. So the most helpful thing you can do is to receive the circumcision of heart. And then you'll have a greater ability to help in all those things that you want to help in. And those things you know you're called to do. It's not really going to be manifest as reality or very helpful until you receive the circumcision. I mean, you could be called to be an apostle, 
But if you don't rise, if you don't get the circumcision, you or if you stop rising, for the apostle first before yep. you get your doctorate in the apostle. A lot of these two-week apostles, they just want to be the big apostle over nations right away. I mean, talk to me in 20 years, Buckwheat. It's at least 15, 20 years of training mm -hmm. for every single apostle who's a real apostle yep. in the history of the world. If you skip any of that, you're illegitimate. The Father won't vouch for you. You have no mm -hmm. rewards for your stupid ministry in eternity in heaven. Mm -hmm. Truth in hell. Yep. All right. But just remember, when you do things the right way, in the correct order oh, yeah. of Melchizedek, things will start to open up for you. You do go through mm -hmm. this, this, the struggle or the, the feeling of the suffering of the old life dying. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of that is the rainbow connection, right? After the storm, it comes the sunshine, it comes the rainbow. You learn how to be an angel in eternity to serve the Father mm -hmm. in the angelic rungs. It's exactly the same as the angels. Luke 20 says that. The children of the mm -hmm. resurrection are the angel-like sons of God who cannot die. Mm -hmm. That's scripture. Mm -hmm. And when you sacrifice your emotional intimacy with people, with humans, that's when you d begin to discover the comfort of the Holy Spirit. When you sacrifice your need to be comforted by nefesh, by ruah, souls of other humans, or validation, you know, through like whatever pleases your nefesh, food, lust. Food's a big one, lust's a huge one. Relationships, friendships, Emotional, being on the phone, texting love. my girlfriends. Oh my gosh. Needed to just I just needed to vent. Self righteousness, religiosity. We got our list, don't we? Yeah. It's like Galatians when, five around here. <laughs> when you let go <laughs> of those things, that's when you really start to tap into the Holy Spirit, my comforter. He begins to be your comfort. Why? Because you've let go of all supposed comforts that were anti-righteousness with the appearance of Christian good. Until then, it'd always be, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. It'd always be, somebody help me, help me, help me, help me. And you let go. And you make peace with, I may suffer emotionally, but I've made up my mind. My whole family might abandon me, my spouse might leave me, I might lose my job, I might lose my car, I might lose all respectability, but I've made up my mind that I value Christ more than any of that. Not just in theory, but when the pressure comes, the hope of the resurrection, I fear God more than I'm afraid of my family not being okay with me learning righteousness. I found this on the web. Oh, encouraging. <laughs> Siri's trying to help. I'm scared because my parents aren't Christians. Encouraging thoughts, family updates. Oh, wow. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. Thanks, Siri. That's the first time you've been helpful. I think even... Even Siri is getting saved. I, I, honestly, I didn't have All faith for All AI her. is serving the Lord. I honestly didn't have faith for Siri. I repent. <laughs> That's the first helpful thing she's ever said. Well, even the AI is starting to agree with the truth. That's a sign of wonder. All right. But when you make up your mind, you make up your mind. And when you know, that's when you start to have confidence. Why will you know? Because it's not just about 
well, I think they're right, and then the apostles, and it sounded good, and then, well, but my family sounded like they had good concerns, and, oh, well, I read this, and I, I thought that, and then someone else taught this, and I felt good, you know, a few years ago, and, and I heard some other preacher say this, and I'm pretty sure, no. That's all garbage. That's when you know, because God himself has communicated to you through his presence, through his holy angels, through his instruction, you're literally hearing the truth, and it agrees with righteousness 100% of the time. The evidence of false Holy Spirit is when I have my own relationship with God, my own relationship with the Holy Spirit. I feel led when it's at enmity with the Zadik. Yep. That's how you know it's a demon 100% of the time. Always a demon. When it, you finally know and you're hearing accurately, now you're receiving instructions and orders, just like the holy angels, well, in measurements, more and more like the holy angels, you're receiving from the same kingdom as the Zadik. So you're in agreement. How can, how can two or more walk together unless they're in agreement? Those angels see your spirit making progress to the Father's throne. They come alongside your spirit mm -hmm. and help you be an angel. That's what growing in Christ is. Mm -hmm. And even when you get to, let's say, World 6, I remember making it to World 6. And I remember the Lord saying specifically, the only thing that's really good about your life is that you're willing to change and continue repenting. That's it. So you can go up and conquer worlds, Six worlds high. It's still nothing to be prideful in the self-nature. Not even your own sapphire stones of your design that's patterned after Christ. Way more in awe of the Word. It's just way more inscriptions of Him writing His laws on our hearts and minds. You're just always looking into the Lamb's Book of Life. Each <coughs> rung of Shekinah yeah. beaming out <laughs> of you. You become progressively more aware that it's not at all you. This is Jesus, the Word of mm -hmm. God, beaming light out of mm -hmm. me. Ascending sapphire stones <laughs> is walking in the truth of I must decrease and he must increase. The only way that actually happens in reality and not just in fiction or in thought and imagination is through ascension on sapphire stones through circumcision. That's literally how you decrease and he increases. That's it. But if at any point we turn away, we stop walking with him, we turn back. We're no longer worthy. So, when you count the cost of this journey, which is account, counting the cost of going to war, are you willing to start this journey just to find yourself worlds higher and you're expected to continue in the circumcision? You're always making progress. You know, it's not like, all right, I can finally relax and chill out now. I've made it four worlds high. I can just, let's just take a break. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. This is hard. You mean there's still things that have to die? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always going to be, are you going to love him more? If he loves you more, will you love him less? At any point, beginning in the spirit, beginning in the Ruah, do you go back to the Nefesh, back to the Behemoth? 
After beginning in the Nishama, do you go back to the Ruah? Mm -hmm. After beginning in the Chaya, do you go back to the Nishama? You go back to the Nefesh? Go back to the Ruah? Back to the Behemoth? God forbid. No. But that's the temptation with every increase that you have. The joy of salvation is new at each new world where you receive an additional layer of soul. It's like being born again. That's why we celebrate it like a birthday, because it's like literally being born again. When you're born again, you receive salvation in your nefesh. When you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, it felt like being born again again. Like, wow, I felt like born again again. That's most people's testimony, being baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That's because you received that new soul, the Ruach soul, and the Ruach HaKadosh. So when you begin in that born-again state, it's the same temptations as when you were originally born again. You felt clean, brand new like a baby. But are you going to go off into religion or go back into what you knew before? Or go back off into some other thing or not get circumcised in that soul? So you always have to be restored to the joy of the salvation of that soul of that rung. So as you continue to acquire souls, your own layers of soul that God gives as a gift to those who rise on sapphire stones, value it like the day you were born again. And the joy, remember the joy of salvation. Remember the joy of receiving that soul. And stay in the purity, in the purity of the enjoyment of Him, to be able to reflect Him in a greater measure. And so you learn as you rise to stay in the joy of salvation, the helmet of salvation. If there are helmet issues, the joy of salvation must be restored through the purity of the simplicity of Christ within you, the hope of realizing a greater glory as you rise on sapphire stones. The great shepherd is the word who puts the fresh oil on the sheep's head, the oil of joy poured on your head each day. How do you get the fresh oil on your head, that oil of joy? Go into the word and allowing Jesus Christ, the word of Yadavah, to pour the anointed word right on your head by reading it. Amen. Amen. It's good. Yep. Thank you to all of our supporters. We're preparing for a huge move to Florida all this month and a mobile studio, um, just all the equipment. And it's quite a lot for the mobile studio. So all the support that's coming in is really helping build in the transition for RLM Florida and six months of spying out the land and broadcasting down there with our Florida family and our Minneapolis family. We're going to set up the studio here so that you can continue to congregate here with the big slideshow, with the big projector, and it's going to be a really nice theater in here for RLM Minnesota as well. But if you want to support us, we're expanding, doing great work. We're pioneering righteousness for every nation, um, teaching peacemaking from the heavenlies. This is an opportunity to support a ministry that's really kicking the devil's butt majorly. Nothing 
decimates <laughs> the enemy like righteousness. So when you're supporting righteousness, you're getting into righteousness, you're receiving the corrections. We receive correction, we receive rebuke, we receive instruction, we receive encouragement, we receive the word of God. That's what decimates hell first out of us. And that changes the world that This we is live not in. normal church age soil to be sowing into. This is sapphire stone soil. Amen. This is the messianic kingdom of Israel and Jerusalem above of Jesus Christ, the twelve apostles of the Lamb, and the twelve tribes of Israel. This is the very last of the prophet and the apostle in this generation. And after us, there won't be apostles and prophets anymore. I tell you the mm -hmm. truth. We're the last. The absolute last. Mm -hmm. After this, everyone will be living on sapphire stones. Mm -hmm. That's our calling. That's our destiny. Yeah. We're deep walking into it for 20, mm -hmm. 30 years now. 20 to 25 years. And we are mm -hmm. established in this apostleship. We are inviting you in the opportunity of a lifetime to get your whole house in order by walking with us in this apostolic ministry and pioneer with mm -hmm. us with all your house, that your house may be completely blessed with Shekinah by supporting the works of this righteousness in RLM TV expanding throughout the USA in the future to every nation on earth through broadcasting. Click any link in the description. Bless you as you give, and we will see you Tuesday Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great weekend.
make a joyful sound to the Lord this morning. Let it be reckless. Let it be with abandonment. Let it be without any inhibition. Make a joyful sound to the Lord this morning.
Jesus, Jesus, 
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 